Oregon inside 2202 aka the Brooklyn Zoo via the internet. The date is Friday, November 1st, 2013, and I'm one of your hosts and my name is June. And my name is Jenny. And this this is a hideous creature show episode number 195. Thank you everyone for coming along and playing fake radio with us on the internet. I think I am at war, Jenny. I think I, I, I started a fight that I didn't know what I was getting into, and now it's it's uh oh, it's getting a little kooky. Who did you who did you uh, who did you upset? Well, the other or who upset you probably that's, more that's like sorry. I did not like start it. this. Thank you very much. I was instigated. <laughs> I was pushed. Andrew Forsman. And uh, so anyway, I am sitting up in my room, and I hear this pecking at the outside of my house, and there's some shingles that have come loose. And I haven't had time to get out there and repair it. My ankle's broken. And, and again, I'm, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And roommate Caleb said he'd help me, but he had knee surgery. So we haven't had a chance to get up there and fix it. And I hear uh, what sounds like a, a woodpecker on the roof pecking away. Did it at- sound like, ha, 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 pecking away at the exposed part of the roof and I know it is and I know he's going to get through or he's possibly going to get through the little layer of safety right before he gets to the wood and I'm thinking shit if he gets through that and it starts raining and we don't have time to get up there and fix it then I could have water damage so luckily my my uh, ankle's feeling a little bit better and I grab a handful of pennies and I put them in my pocket and I scoot out the roof out the window right here. And I pop my head up and he looks over at me and we, we lock eyes. How far were you from him? I was pretty far. I was probably like maybe 20 feet away. Oh, okay. I was thinking he was like sitting right next to you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he, we lock eyes. We look at each other and I could already tell that he didn't like me and I, I did not like him at all. I didn't like the way he looked. And he uh, and I go, get, get out of here. Get, get out of here. And I did the intimidating hand wave that humans do right. at creatures in order to try to get them to run away. And it didn't work. So I pulled out, you know, some of the pennies in my pocket. I started hucking pennies at him. And then he flew away. And he, I saw where he went. He just went in the tree. He's he's placating me. He's mm-hmm. a fucking bird. And I come back in and I sit down and just... He's like, really, how many pennies can this jackass really have? And so I'm like, shit. So I crawl back out on the roof, and as soon as I poke my head up, 
he looks at me again and he uh, he starts to fly away and I, I hucked like five or six pennies at him. Ah! And um, the day went by and nothing else happened. Fast forward to about maybe four days ago. So uh, the woodpecker house roof penny incident was probably about maybe four days before. I was at work and I parked my car and I was like, hey, you know what? It's a nice day out. I'm going to leave my window rolled down a little bit so the car is not super hot when I get off of work. And I go in, I work, and I come back out. And as I'm coming into the car, you know, I look through the window and I see feathers inside the car. And I'm going, oh, shit. I wonder if a cat followed a bird in here and, like, maybe tried to kill the bird or something. And I get in there and I'm looking around and there's feathers everywhere. And I'm going, son of a bitch, if a bird must have flown in the open window, had a freak out because he couldn't get out, and uh, and and eventually he did get out. I, I looked for the bird. I couldn't find any. There was All that was left was the, the feathers. And then I look at the feathers. And Jenny, I have one right here. It is the same species of woodpecker that I threw pennies at the other day. I'm at war with the fucking woodpeckers. Were I, there were there little like messages of hate scrawled on the feathers like die bunton? Well, there were, but they're so horribly misspelled I couldn't understand what some, it was saying. There were some pennies taped to the to the feathers. Right. There was like a yeah, little little hate crime human anti-human hate crime okay. letters. I hate I birds. bit off more than I can chew. Chew. If that w- ever happens to me and there's feathers in my car, that's it. I'm just leaving the car. I'm abandoning it. <laughs> You're running. Just I'm. I'm never ever said. I'm so. I hate birds. Running I'm off scared into the distance. of birds. I never knew that. I didn't know you were scared of birds. What scares not, you about birds? They're pecking their them pecking my eyes they out. They go right for the eyes. They are, they do. Birds are fucking creepy. I don't like them. That's one so bit. weird. I didn't. Huh. They are, it's just, I, I think they are useless. Because they're soulless They are fiends. Yeah. They're like hollow boned fucking demons. No sphincters either. I they do can't not, hold their I poop. I do not like birds. Will I don't, I don't want that one to hear me He's probably hearing you right now. He's probably working his way into my gas tank or something. After the show, we'll check and see what his blog says. Oh my God. I don't, seriously, if that happened, I'm like always nervous that my cats are going to catch birds and br- like try to bring them in the house because I hate birds. Mingus brings them in. Ugh, if one flew around my house, I'd just have to move. I would just be like, sorry, Jolene, get a bandana full of your toys because we're on the road. We're on the lamb now. Uh. I do not like birds. That's probably not a good thing because now I know you don't like birds. I do not if I like ever want to fuck with you, I can just like do, get some sort of bird thing going on. I do not. They are useless creatures. <laughs> Ugh, Did I, one time we were sitting at uh, we were sitting at Lorehurst Park in Portland. It's a, it's a duck pond. It's a big duck pond. And I was sitting out there with Colorado Kenny one time, and we were just feeding the ducks. You know, having a leisurely day in the park. You know, I think we went and had Indian food, and we were just like having a walk afterwards, eat, feeding the ducks, throwing the, the bread in the water, and uh, a, a fleet of ducks swim over to us, and they, they hop out of the water, and they start surrounding us, and I'm like, this is fantastic. We're friends with the ducks. We've been accepted. We're going to get keys to the duck house or the duck apartment, we're going to get to go hang out with them all the time, spend holidays with these creatures. And I'm, I'm very happy, and I look over, and Colorado Kenny's kind of 
You know when people get nervous, they kind of shrink themselves. Yeah. Like he made a little hunchback, and and his eyes were wide open, and he was like giving the old look around with the wide eyes, and I'm like, he was ready to punch a bill. <laughs> no, I don't. I think he was he was he was frozen with fear, and I go, are you okay? And he says, uh, he goes, uh, no. And I go, you want to go? And this is, he looked so scared that I didn't fuck with him. I was like, yeah. let's just go then. Like, don't even make fun. And just- we get up and they left. And I was like, you just fucked up my opportunity to be kindred spirits with these, these majestic, majestic waterfowl. Yeah. And then we walked away and I go, what? I didn't know you were freaked out. And he goes, he goes, yeah, I just, I got, I got, I got freaked out. And I go, what, what? what freaked you out and he goes they didn't blink <laughs> and i thought i was like i never noticed that i guess they don't blink yeah he goes they have black eyes and they don't blink <laughs> ducks are i think i'm more scared of birds uh in, in flight why then i don't know swooping Swooping down, I don't know, but I definitely if a du- if that happened to me, I would do the same thing. I would shrink, and I would I would definitely not be ashamed to run from a duck. I would probably run from I would definitely run from a goose. Fuck those fuckers. Oh, goose, they're nothing. You eat goose, goose will grab your Achilles and pull it. Oh yeah, with their cripple bills. you. That's what they go for first. Mm-hmm. And you know what's what's they fucked make you up? fall, then they peck your, then they bill your eyes out. What's horrible about the swans and the geese mm-hmm. is once they taste blood, they never go back to seed. Mm-mm, they have little tiny teeth. They constantly crave it. Ugh. Ugh. Don't even get me started about an ostrich. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Those things that kick you in the, the throat. The modern day T-Rex. Yeah. So I think I bit off more than I can chew, and now I'm at war with the fucking woodpeckers. I need to get out of here. I'm guilty by association. Do you not even like the feather? No, I don't, even, I don't even... I'll, I'll I'm just away. kidding. I don't care about the feather. But I'm afraid if I touch it, then those... They'll get the smell. The peckers will get the, get the smell on me. Uh, the woodpeckers are probably the most fierce. So let me ask you this. Why do woodpeckers peck? Are they trying to peck to get into like nest or no, do they actually eat the eat both, stuff in the wood? The, there's worms in the wood and they peck in there and they get the worms. And also they'll build like a little holes inside uh, old trees. Okay. I don't think they'd excavate, you know, the entire nest itself, but yeah. they just kind of peck and get in there. I didn't know if it was for sustenance. Then they peck like a little hole for their cable line to come in. Mm-hmm. They peck a, like a little spot for their, for their dishes and stuff. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. fine, guys. But fuck them. Bring it on. Bring it on, woodpecker. Hope you hear me too, fucker. You're going to go out one day and your car is just going to be gone it's gonna because they will have all took, taken flight and taken your car. Let's see. One at the accelerator, one at the brake, three to steer, one yeah. to captain the whole thing. I don't see it not happening. It's like six birds. It's not For even a sure lot. Happening. I don't like it one bit. So Patrick is not here today. He's got yes. some sick kids. And uh, we're still kind of on the bi-weekly thing for a little bit until everything gets situated. I don't know what's getting situated. I think it's just children. Children oh. being cuckoo mm-hmm. and crazy. Oh, well. It's got to happen. We miss you, Patrick. We'll see you next week. So the next thing I have here on the list is I was wondering how sweet baby Kayla Thomas's Halloween went. Yeah, Halloween was yesterday. It was last, last night. What did um, she go as? She dressed as a cheerleader. Uh-huh. A Huskies cheerleader, which is BT's... Team. Did he buy that? No. This is the reason that Jolene went. I want I want people, not that anybody gives a shit, but I would not have dressed her as a cheerleader. If I went and bought a costume, that wouldn't have been what I chose. You would have chose Joan Jett. Fuck yeah, I would have. Mm-hmm. Or Pat Benatar. 
when we went, when Jolene was very first born, we had a baby shower at his work, and one of his work friends bought her a cheerleading, a Husky's cheerleading outfit. And I think it's because BT has like a friendly rivalry with one of his workmates. Mm. He's a Duck fan, BT's a Husky fan. Civil, civil War. So he, so is that somebody what bought, that is? well, the beavers and the okay, ducks, are sweat, but know. whatever, it's all stupid. Right. So <laughs> can we just get along? Yeah. And so he, they bought, or it was a bunch of people all put in money and bought, and I'm sure it was not a cheap thing to buy. Like a $500? <laughs> it looked nice. I saw it's pictures. It's very nice. Yeah. Um, so pockets. It was like a 12 month size. So we got it when she was like, you know a month old or something. Mm-hmm. So it's just been hanging in the closet. And even when she got big enough to wear it, I was like, really, am I going to be one of those parents that dresses their kid up as a cheerleader, like for her outfit on Monday? Yes. No. <laughs> so you look almost offended that she went as a cheerleader. No, I'm not. It's just, I had it. I didn't want to spend any money. So there we go. All right. So she was a cheerleader and BT loved it because, and she really loves, fo- she likes to watch football with daddy. And she says, football. And she runs around the couch with the football and BT chases her. It's adorable. He's got to love that. So, oh, and when she, when he gets home from work, she grabs the football and runs to the door. Like, it's so cute. Daddy's little girl. So. That is adorable. It worked out that she was a cheerleader, but you wouldn't believe uh, the comments that people, because her little, you know, cheerleading outfit said Washington. Mm -hmm. And so the houses that we went trick or treating, they're like, you guys got egged. Why, why, why isn't she dressed as a duck? Like, people are crazy about their football teams. They're I'm surprised she didn't it. get egged or get, like, tackled. She should have got her little helmet so nothing happened. She got a pile drive, didn't mm-hmm. um, But we we took her uh, trick-or-treating to just, like, five houses just so she could go with her cousins. And uh, at one house, I was actually holding her at the door, and she's holding her little bucket, and the, and the bitch at the door put a put a candy in her bucket and said, mm, mama's candy. Oh, sh- no shit. And I was like, fuck you, lady. Like, my one-year-old can have a trick-or-treat experience too, right? Mama's yeah, candy. You're right. I am going to eat that fucking candy, you bitch. I'm going to eat that candy and poop it out on your fucking front and yard. And what do you care? You bought the candy. Who do you care what it, who it goes to? This little cute one-year-old or her awesome-looking mom that's standing Mama's right here. Candy. Did you dress up? Sort of. I wore like a, a $3 cat mask oh. that I got, uh, you know, just for the fuck of it. But Mama's candy. I was like, are you kidding me? But uh, Jolene... Uh, so How old was the person that said that? I don't know, my age. Oh, really? Yeah. You should have like, just taken mm. the candy out and threw it on the ground. I should have just unwrapped it and been like, mmm, so good. Oh, mama likes mm. a candy. Mama, oh, just mm. rub it on mama you. Mama loves Mama loves Rubbing candy. it on my lips like oh, lipstick. I think mama had too much candy. Mmm. Mama's <laughs> taking more candy. Just reach in and grab some more. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mama likes this kind oh, and mama that kind. loves too. this kind of candy. Uh, but Jolene didn't really get, I mean, we're not going to let her have the, I mean, I let her have like a little bit of chocolate last night, but most of it has peanuts in it and I'm not giving her peanuts yet. No, you haven't established her if yeah. she's uh, going to, uh, going to be an alpha or a beta right. in the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> yes. So, um, we just took her for the experience, but I would, you know, just set her on somebody's porch and she would run and like fuck with all the shit on their porch. Like these one people had a, one of those planters with like the bobbleheads and it was a cat mm-hmm. and she just ripped the head off of it and handed it to She's the like, lady. 
decapitated that thing. She said kitty cat. And I was like, oh, sorry. My kid just like broke your fucking It's okay. Yeah, it's all right. We got that from, you know, the Anne Frank estate. And one house we went to, uh, a little kid answered the door dressed as the state puff marshmallow man which was like the coolest costume i've ever seen mommy liked that one mommy liked it and jolene saw her toys inside and just walked in their house you should have taken off she was just like thank you very much she said, she's yours now yeah. Bye. <laughs> pulled out that fifth of jackie had yeah. hidden yay mama's gonna eat the rest of the candy <laughs> um but then uh after we got her home it was like almost two hours past her bedtime and she has this bucket full of candy that I'm not letting her eat. She doesn't even understand really what it is. And she had two candies in each hand and was throwing the biggest fit I've ever seen her throw. I was trying to pry the candy out of her hand and she was th- like arching her back and throwing herself on the rug and screaming. And we were like, yay, this is how Halloween ends yeah. forever. You need to get a spritzer for that child. So, <laughs> Hit her with the spritzer. Uh, and, and she was asleep like 40 seconds later. She was so tired. <laughs> and then she went to sleep and we ate her candy. I know. I, I called you up and or I sent you a text today <laughs> asking if you'd bring over candy. Uh, I didn't get, but you did. You brought over Starburst, which, yeah. you know, is Patrick's favorite. And he's not here. I so I, I ate all of his, too. And I, uh, I don't know if Jolene can really have Starburst anyways. So screw her. Next she, year, it's going to be different. Yeah, next year she'll be old enough to get yeah. it. And, and threes, and it's just going to get better and better. Mm-hmm. But this year she just she just kind of liked to be in, be in there. You know that lady was right. That was Mama's candy. Yeah, I ate it. And too. daddy's. Mm-hmm. Good. Oh, my gosh. We went, we went to uh, some friends of ours. Uh, they have a little boy who's Jolene's friend, and we went there just to say hi before they went trick-or-treating, and they have this creepiest neighbor. Ooh. He is a fucking weirdo. He had a strobe light outside and he had made a pumpkin out of a cardboard box. Like he carved out a pumpkin (laughs) jack-o'-lantern style face Uh into a cardboard box. And so, and when we parked, BT said, oh, that's, that's the creepy fucking neighbor that Nick told me about. We don't want to go over there. And we got out of the car and the guy ran up to us. And he was like, oh, I think he's kind of mentally challenged. And he said, oh, I have candy. Come over and get the candy. And we're like, fine, we're going to come over and get the candy. And we go over and he's like, look, I made, a, I made a pumpkin out of a box. And we're like, yeah, we see that, weirdo. And he had a huge, weird bowl with a strobe light in the middle and a couple of Snickers that were like fun-sized Snickers mm-hmm. that were wrapped. And then just like weird, loose animal crackers. Oh yeah, and he was love animal cracker. I would have been all over those, but they were like unwrapped. Exactly, you know that's uh, like that's a huge no no for little kids, right? But not for adults. That's free crackers. So he, I took a Snickers and I was like, "Thank you," and I handed it to Jolene, and he handed me a handful of these creepy ass, and they weren't even like the frosted kind. They were just these like oh, like weird- the ones in the little. Uh, the zoo packets. They weren't even like that. They didn't even have like any. All the giraffes were decapitated. Yeah, they were weird. 
And so I was like, thank you. And I just held the crackers and then I threw them away at our friend's house. But of course. when we got in uh, inside. Um, what, no milk? Our friend said that last year he just gave kids saltines, unwrapped like single saltine crackers. Wonder what, okay, I wonder if that's, so, that's one day of the year. I wonder what happens on other days if that dude. If he gets Halloween so wrong, I wonder what the fuck he does with Christmas. A cardboard box, (laughs) jack-o'-lantern, and saltines. Uh, He's got a broomstick with lights on it. Yeah, it's Christmas. And then when we were leaving, there was a bunch of kids going up the other side of the street, and he was, like, chasing these kids. Like, he wanted them to come and get his, like, freaky-ass animal cookies so bad and see his jack-o'-lantern box. That's fucking that's that's terrifying. He was weird. Yeah. See, you could have used a spritzer on that guy, too. I didn't want to anger him. He was like... Was he a big guy? Yeah, kind of big. Hmm. Like, not big muscly, more like big fat, but... <laughs> I didn't want to fuck with him. No. It's probably better that you did. I just smiled and nodded and <laughs> took his animal crackers. Thank you. And left. Ugh. Very weird. What what he does on uh, Easter? <laughs> I don't know, but I I imagine that it involves some dirty like Easter bunny costume and and some type of imprisonment of children. Something horrible. Right. And he just hands out, like, hard-boiled, like, peeled hard-boiled eggs. Right. I got you a peeled banana. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. It's, it's in bite-sized pieces. He wouldn't even have eggs because right. then he'd be getting it right. Exactly. It would have to be, like, <laughs> well, here's some sausages. <laughs> Easter sausages. <laughs> Pre-chewed. <laughs> well, I'm glad you guys had fun. Okay, so I fucked up on the phone thing. We have a we have a phone line now. It's uh, the phone number is 503-489-6368 or 503-GUY-WENT, G U I W E N T. Uh it's through Skype. So what happens is because I have uh have that stuff on my computers in my room, I just turn Skype off. Otherwise, I'm getting Skype calls right. all the, you know, all not all the time, but you know, out of nowhere and it'll go off on like two devices. And so I just turned it off and I didn't realize that I didn't turn it on so that people I didn't know could leave messages. Oh, right. Because Skype, your contacts, if you have a person as a contact, they can call you. Right. Gotcha. And so we we got calls from people, but unfortunately, uh, messages couldn't get left. And that that was my dumb ass that. I, and I just figured that out right before you got here, of course. So if anybody wants to call in, it's 503-489-6368 or 503-GUY-WENT. The guy went. The guy went, and he got you animal crackers. Yeah, and poison to your children. <laughs> I hope you like strychnine. Creepo. That's funny. So um, in the Halloween uh, spirit, I was thinking this morning um, that we haven't killed anybody this year via our death poll. Oh, that's right. Last year when we did it, it seemed like people were dropping like flies. And I know that we felt a little bit bad. Uh, right. Because all these uh, all these celebs that we had chosen were dying. And so I printed out our death poll. Good, because I lost Since it's already mine. November. I mean, the year is coming to Two a months. close. Two months. Um, and... Uh, and we just lost Lou Reed. Was he on right. anybody's list? No, and that's what made me think of it too. Was that we that uh, 
a prominent celebrity. It just seems like a, a, right. a celebrity hadn't died in a while. Um, and Lou Reed kind of, which is good for the celebrity community. Maybe not so, not good, so good for, for you know. If I want to win this game. podcast, right? right. So um, I printed out the death poll, so we'll have it. And uh, I figured we could just go over it real quick and uh, maybe maybe put it. Has, you got one. You got. Roger I did Ebert. get one. Maybe we'll put this out in the universe, and celebrities will start dying. You know. Well, okay, there. Haven't we kind of, or I think we just make this up, but like, doesn't things happen in threes? Right. That's what everybody For instance, says. Miss Kerbopple died. Lou Reed died. And now who's next? I hope somebody on my list. I hope somebody on my list. No, so you, let's, you won well, last year. You I crushed did. us last year. Okay, let's do Patrick uh, since he's not here, and we'll put a pox on all of his people so That's they'll stay right. alive. Don't die, any of these people. Pox. <laughs> <laughs> there's gonna all of a sudden feather, wherever Patrick <laughs> is, there's feathers flying at him right now, and he's like, "What the fuck?" Okay, Patrick has Gene Wilder, Jimmy Carter. Keith Richards, Jesus, Loretta Lynn, which are all great picks. Those are great, yeah. Paul McCartney, Alex Trebek, Carrie Fisher, Albert Finney, Michael Gambon, and Snooky. Those are all good ones. They're all good picks. The first four are like dynamite, dynamite picks. And Snooky's the we all chose one. We had to choose a uh, an author, and then we had to choose somebody that probably wouldn't die. Right, Just like a, a really young wild wild right. card. Okay, your list, you have Betty White, Clint Eastwood, James Lipton, Abe Vigoda. He's alive, right? Yeah, we. I think we checked. He seems like he's dead for some Hold reason. Hold on, I'm going to go online. Sinbad, Wilford Brimley, Rick Astley, Bob Newhart, Gene Wilder also, and Harper Lee. And I have Russell Brand, Lindsay Lohan, Carol Channing, Stan Lee, Charlie Sheen, George Herbert Walker Bush. That was a close one. Yeah. Wasn't that the start of last year? He wasn't doing too good when we picked these. Yeah. Because I remember being very, very uh, impressed that you got that. Yeah. And he's hanging on. Uh, John Oates, which I'm just like killing myself that John I even Oates? picked oh, John Oates. Oh, Hall and John Oates. Was he your kind of uh, way out pick? Well, so I have a couple that are like Lindsay Lohan's young too, but she's yeah, a but train she was, wreck. Yeah, she was on the she's on the verge there. Um, Roger Ebert, which I have thirty points for because he was seventy. Right. Raquel Welch and Burt Reynolds. That's a good. That's a good list. So you're on the board with what thirty yeah, points? Thirty points. Huh. Okay, Abe Vigoda is uh, ninety two years old. Damn. He was born February twenty fourth, nineteen twenty one. That's crazy. <laughs> it doesn't even seem real. It doesn't. I mean, that just seems like so long ago technologically. Right. Think of all the things that if you were born in the 20s that you have you were, lived through and witnessed. He was literally putting ice in the ice box right. when he was young. Just just an amazing life. What a life. So what, amazing. What a life. What an inspiration. Just think of seeing, you see the space shuttle, shuttle and then all of a sudden mm. Jersey Shore comes a couple mm. decades later and you're going. You're like from from the wanna, first steps in space to Snooky, how far we've come. Just makes you, it makes you put into perspective when you see old people going, I just, I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> just, I don't want to be here anymore. He's I'm probably, already feeling like that. He's probably tweeting about it now. Dear diary, that snooky fucking... 
We still have two months, though. We still have two months. It could be, you know, they say a lot of people die around the holidays. I or maybe mean, that's a suicide rate. Maybe for Christmas <laughs> one of us will get one. Maybe we'll get a Christmas present. Maybe a Christmas miracle. Maybe. Or maybe like a, 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 a New Year's Eve miracle. Ooh, what if it happened like, like they're, right like 11.59? They're all on The Apprentice or something. The Apprentice of the Olds. And then one of the towers falls or something. That that actually one of the vans as they're transporting the the Donald uh, Trump wouldn't be a bad guy to have on the list. I hate that guy. I'm not a big Trump fan mm-hmm. either. All right, we're gonna jump into a fake break. When we come back, we got some more goodies for you. And uh, until then, enjoy this little audio tidbit. Unlike a lot of women, I like beer, especially Michelob. We never uh, did the machete. I know. I was just thinking about that. I saw a trailer for it. Um, and I, I know we wanted to, and I just don't think it's going to happen. But, however, I'm going to want to. What I would like to do is that once it's at the Laurel Laurelhurst, mm-hmm. let's go. Okay. You and I and uh, BT, if he wants to go, and Patrick, of course. And then if anybody wants to go and they see it on our Facebook page, we'll we'll go do that. That sounds good. Maybe get a couple beers before and then go see the flick. I would love that. All right, I'll make it so. All right, well, oh, shit, do we have a douchebag sounder? Everything's messed up when Patrick isn't here because we have no, uh, no sounders. We have to put everything in post. Well, I hope we do. You want to do douchebags? Sure. All right. I'm gonna fly her brains out. I was going fishing. It sounds like it sounds like what you were fishing for was sex with a 12 year old girl. Paging Doctor Douchebag. I've got a couple, and I'm reading them on our lovely new tablet that we got from Rob. Yes, Rob. Thank you very much. So this, we use it every show. This helps a lot. It's really nice. Um, okay, this one. Um, I don't know. If this is necessarily a douchebag, but this story is pretty interesting. Um, a Japanese pet lifestyle company called B&H Lives has come up with a wine exclusively for cats. This is a douchebag. I think if anybody buys this shit for their cat, they're a douchebag. It's called Nyan Nouveau, which means Meow Nouveau. Unlike the human version, the kitty wine contains no alcohol, but it's made with juice from Cabernet Franc wine grapes, vitamin C, and catnip, which gives it the taste of wine. B&H Life acknowledges that most cats don't drink liquids for taste, but the company hopes that cat owners will buy it for their furry friends to celebrate special days. Jap- Japan is the world's largest consumer of the wine of wine after Germany. Oh, of the wine. Okay, not Meaning wine in general. Meaning the cat wine. The cat wine. Uh, but cat owners better hurry. There are only about 1,000 bottles being made, which go on sale for about $4 each. Ugh, fuck that. I think I know what my cats are getting for Christmas. Well, you know, if, nothing. If, if that's humans, what they're getting. If humans <laughs> consume catnip, I don't know. I think it has to be steeped. 
Yeah, I don't think it uh, does anything to humans. Yeah, well, I mean, if it's consumed, but it, if you steep it and you drink it as a tea, it, it has natural mellowing agents. Fun fact. Hmm. Makes you sleep like a kitty cat. Right in the sun, right in front of the window. Just go down for a well, little Well, I'm going to get like 50 bottles of this for Andy and just force feed him like they do with ducks when they do oh, frog. Oh, the frog rock. Yeah, so that that fat fucker will shut up. <laughs> And stop waking up the baby. You could get a little cat funnel, like a Hello Kitty funnel, and just jam it in his mm-hmm. mouth. And like he likes it. Look at look at his tummy. He's he, purring. He loves it. He's scared purring. Fuck yeah, that shit. Cats also purr when they're in pain. They do. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I don't. Uh, Mingus, I think when he was when he was younger, and he still had a mommy, we would go buy him stuff every once in a while. In fact, uh, an ex-girlfriend and, and I did buy him a bed that he never sleeps in. So we're like, every once in a while, I'll buy him something. And he never uses it. Yeah. And then he'll be across the room, and I'll, I'll hit him with a rubber band, you know? I'll like, kind of across the room. And he plays with the rubber band all day. So, you know Cats what? don't really need expensive they toys. They shit. They're, mm-hmm. they're, they're cats. They need a box. They're cats. And a string, whatever the fuck it Just is. Just go steal that guy's jack-o'-lantern box. I bet my cats will like it. <laughs> a lot. They're probably, yeah, I don't know. Maybe some of those poison cookies. Gotta have a little poison cookie in that box. That's what makes it scary. That is what makes it scary. For real scary, not like uh, Chainsaw Massacre scary. Anyway, no, no wine for your fucking cats. Do you think they have little cat wine glasses? Do you think some cats are snobby yeah, about I the bet, wine they get? I bet if you Googled it, you could buy a cat water dish shaped like a wine glass. I bet you could. Do you know what else you could get for your cat? A little hobo outfit and then an empty wine bottle sitting next to him. And you could have a little wine uh, hobo wine mm-hmm. shoot, like a photo shoot. I should have dressed the cats up for Halloween. You should have. I'm actually offended you didn't. I know. They're second class citizens now. They don't. They don't get dressed up. They're lucky they get fed. Poor stupid cat. I don't know. You put a lot of effort into those cats. I know. I they they get they get the love that they deserve. I think your cats have better medical attention. They get better medical benefits than I do. <laughs> it's probably true. <laughs> it is definitely true. Um, so I've got another uh, another one here. This guy's a doozy. So this this particular gentleman, the article is dubbed "Crybaby of the Week." Um, his name is James Alfredo Valenzuela. Uh, Whoa, he's 19. that's Italian and Hispanic. You're right. Yeah. Uh, he that's a power breed. He is 19 years old. Uh-huh. While passing uh, by a gay bar called Plasma, he saw a poster for an all-male review. According to police, this poster featured an image of multiple shirtless men, as, you know, you would for an all-male review. Exactly. James can be seen on the club's surveillance footage using a lighter to set fire to the poster. Once it became apparent that the flames were growing out of control, he hopped over a fence and bailed. The manager of a car repair business next door noticed the fire and was able to extinguish it. According to the bar owner, he caused about $2,000 worth of damage to their building. He was arrested five days later. Uh, He admitted to the police that he set the poster on fire because he, quote, did not like... The image of the shirtless men. Maybe he's a shutterbug, and it was just a poor quality. He was like, "I don't appreciate uh, the the photographic the subject." Oh. <laughs> See, your subject is all fucked up. It should be going left to right, not right to left. 
So I just realized uh, this article actually has a crybaby number two. Ooh. So I, didn't, so I don't know what this is. Head-to-head crybaby. Head-to-head. This one I'm going in cold. I have no idea who this guy was. So this guy's name is Radu Dagaru. He's one of six Romanian men currently on trial for allegedly stealing several paintings from a museum in the Netherlands. Hmm. The seven paintings uh, included works from Gauguin, Monet, and Picasso were taken in a raid, and they were worth $24 million. Holy shit. I thought they were going to be like crying hobos. Yeah, <laughs> like crying kitten else. with a... With, exactly. Uh, oh, that's the real deal. That's, uh, that's professional heist stuff. Was George Clooney there and Brad Pitt? Yes. Probably. Yes. As all good heists. Exactly. Uh, they're always As included. soon as you see Julia Roberts, you get you have to get mm-hmm. suspicious. Uh, Radu feels he's only partially responsible for stealing them as despite their value, none of the equ- uh, paintings were equipped with an alarm. Uh, he told journalists that they were considered considering taking legal action against the museum for not making sure the paintings were more secure. Who? He is, the guy who stole them wants to sue the museum he got for co- making it easy for him to steal the paintings. So for not he, making it harder. I didn't hear if he got caught or not. Or is he holding them ransom for like a double ransom? Well, if he explained that they were considered they were considering the legal action because if Radu is found guilty, he will have to pay compensation to the insurers of the paintings. He feels the museum should have taken resp- some responsibility for failing to stop Radu and his pals from taking them. See, if they were, you know, you'd think that they would have the classic uh, art trap, you know, the giant cylindrical glass case that, that falls, falls down over them. He's all, gah, gah, yeah. Like, yeah, no, they didn't have that. So, you know, I would sue the museum too. Well, it's it's funny because I always take stuff that if it's not nailed down, it's pretty much fine. It, they're asking for it, it's, right? It's actually, Jenny, it's a burden. I have to do it. People, if more people would nail stuff down, I wouldn't be such a thief. Yeah, that's how I got my house. This house was actually three lots over. You just took it. Wasn't nailed down. Mm -mm. Rolled it right over here. Put it in my hobo satchel and trotted on down. Yeah, scooted it with a broom. This is even better. The missing paintings are yet to be recovered. Radu's mother claims she had burned the paintings in an attempt to destroy the evidence against her son. She later retracted and said that she denied burning them. Just kidding. All the people, all the art, you know, the uh, art fans are going, no, it's an original. She's like, I burned him. I just burned him. Now I did it. Nah. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, those paintings. Oh, oh. The, oh, the, oh, the, okay, oh, those ones. No, those ones are fine. Those ones are fine. In fact, I touched them up a little bit. I did the old mustache. Yeah. (laughs) Classic. Blacked a tooth out. Um, He says the paintings were certainly not destroyed. He doesn't know where they are, but he believes they have been sold. (gasps) You know what? I think I I bought one. I see a scavenger hunt in the future. (laughs) I found one at a yard sale. That would be the best if you were, you know, the cops had to have you on site in order to find them. Because, you know, like when uh, murderers will go out with the cops to show them where the dead bodies are. Right. You could do that with the paintings and they got you in the Hannibal Lecter, you know, with the the dolly. They got you you on the dolly. You have the ski mask thing on. And you're like, getting warmer. I think the paintings are over here, Clarice. So then at the end, it says, which guy is the bigger crybaby? Definitely the guy that burned up the gay bar because he asked for it. Shirtless men were there. That's just that's some that's some serious shit going on in that guy's head. Yeah. 
That is just stupid. That's a fucked up brain. You know who that was? That was that guy giving out those cookies. Mm-hmm. It was a square pumpkin. <laughs> At the box. You see this box? It's a Gauguin. Look, I made it into a pumpkin. It was like, no, you... It's a, still a box, dude. He's thinking everybody's going to potentially give him some sort of metal. Yeah, he was really proud of it, which is why I think he wasn't quite all there mentally. Uh, I bet his bathroom is just filthy. Oh, God. Filthy. Yeah. One ply guy, too. Ugh. Here's a guy uh, that, you, that you'll like. This is probably something you'd do. Uh, a Davy man. I don't know where Davy is, but a we Davey don't really man. care. Some of them are Davids, but most of them are Daves. These are the days I know, I know. These are the days I know. These are the days I know, I know. These are the days I know. What's that from? Kids in the Hall. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Um. A Davy man, I guess Davy's the name of the town, remained in Broward County Jail Monday night after he was accused of attacking his girlfriend with her cat. Oh, shit. Totally a June. Projectile. Totally a June move. I've never used a feline <laughs> as a weapon. I actually take offense to that. How dare you? Kenneth Stewart is charged with battery, resisting arrest, and tormenting an animal. He was arrested Thursday following an argument with his girlfriend. Despite the dispute, he noted that Stewart allegedly injured the woman with her own pet. She was lying on her bed, and you entered the bedroom holding something in your hand, head high, and she said you were yelling at her. Look, it's going to die. It's got no air. And at that point, you threw the cat in her face. It's got no air? I don't know. Maybe he was... Like, it's full of helium? She's, he's thinking it's going to float? I don't know. The cat stra- scratched the left side of her face near her left eye, and her face was bleeding. He pushed her over, knocking the television and computer on the floor. When the police got there... He, he said, just take me to jail. I'm tired of this. Just take me to jail. I'm a fiend. <laughs> Later, it says I'll you... I'll do it again. Later, it says that you changed your mind and said, okay, I'm sorry. I'm calm. Can you let me go? Oh, jail, jail. I don't want to go there. Oh, yeah. I just <laughs> thought you were going to take me, take me somewhere like, for not pancakes. Not that Monopoly jail. Like real jail? Like anal jail? Um, it says that uh, the based on the level of violence and courtroom concern, uh, his bond was set at $16,500. And he was ordered to stay away from the girlfriend and the cat. I, my ass would be stuck in jail. I don't have any Fuck means you. for $16,000. And nobody I know does. Uh-uh. $16,000. Uh, hey, uh, hey, Patrick, um, can I borrow some money? What do you need? Uh, I attacked my girlfriend with her cat. Kind of in the clink. Whiskers? What did you do to Whiskers? He <laughs> uh, was the only weapon I could find. I put a little aviator helmet on him. He was cool. He liked it. It he was like a it. ride. He had a little scarf. So, yeah, that guy's pretty stupid. That's a I feel bad right? for the cat. I think that, that that a whole event probably went pretty fast for the cat. The cat doesn't remember. Yeah, that's true. Plus, I mean, it wasn't like the cat was shot out of a cannon. He was it just, sounds like he just, just kind of tossed the cat. Yeah. I mean, I'll take Mingus and I'll toss him like, you know, four feet over on the bed. He's fine with that. Yeah. He doesn't request it, but, you know, just as a fun, like, hey. Hey, here you go. But he lands on the bed, not on your girlfriend's face. Yeah, that's not a landing pad. Mm Mm-mm. I wonder if it did the, uh, when the cat landed there, he did the the Scooby-Doo move where his, his, his legs, you know, frolicked about as he tried to get, you know, gription. He's all, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Scratched I like your face that. up. I like that. Uh, you like my sound, sound effects? Effect? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this one, um, the story is kind of strange. Um, 
The headline is Hasidic rabbi bans soy foods because they can lead to gay sex. I read the uh, title of that. And I was eating tofu for breakfast, and I thought about it, and I was going... And you all of a sudden got a boner. Huh. I wonder if this is going to make me gay. I wonder if I'm going to have to go... It didn't. It didn't. No, it didn't. Um, Although I did read something about um, soybeans taking away uh, testosterone. Yeah, I've read that too. Depleting you of testosterone. So, I don't know. I've read that. Um, it says the the reason given by Rabbi Yaakov Aryeh Alter noted in a report. His name's Yaakov? Yeah. Huh. Everybody that you've talked about in all of these stories has better names than us. Yeah. Jenny, June, that's just like. Pfft. Pretty boring. Yeah. Yaakov. Yeah. I don't know any Yaakovs in my in my uh, my walkings of the earth. Yeah. I can't say I'm Russia's Yaakov. so crazy. <laughs> in Russia, cat lunches at you. Um, he states that the soy-based product are feared to lead to, quote, gay sex due to their plant uh, phytoestrogen. Just once a week eating tofu can lead to, quote, unwanted arousal towards the same sex, according to the report. But the report seems unclear in it that it also offers the opinion that the bean contains harmful hormones that damage spirituality and accelerate sexual maturity in general. And I've actually heard that in women that um, or in girls that a lot of soy can speed up your sexual maturity, your puberty. Oh, really? I don't know if that's huh, true. Um, so I, I feed Jolene a lot of it. Right. Like, I want her to... Well, next to, year, she wants, you want her to fill out that cheerleader. Yeah, I already outfit. have a bra, so, you know, for a two-year-old. Well, if she's anything like her mom, she's going to be a bra in about I know, two right? Now, I would like to see where... Well, you actually, you know what? I like the fact that the Jews are tapping in on the on the cuckoo religious shit. You know what I mean? We hear a lot yeah. about Christians being cuckoo, the Westboro Baptist Church. We get, the most you know, cuckoo. the uh, cuckoo Muslims that are fanatical as well. And then now we get the, the Jews doing the same thing. Way to get in the game. I know. It's about time. About time. About time, yak off. Eating soy. Um, so it says, that, you know, there's no scientific ex- uh, evidence to support either claim. Because it's not true. But he still fears that it could lead to gay sex. This sort of thing could be funny if it wasn't so sad. See, I I would actually like to hear more of his theories. You know, not necessarily this one, but I would like to hear some other bullshit that he's got concocted. Right. Because people like this dude, Yaakov, they have all, they have a myriad of yeah, this, just this shit. This isn't his only uh, theory he's got out there. I bet, he, uh, I bet he really likes women, too. Like... Treats women well. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I bet he doesn't look down upon everybody in the fucking world that... Yeah, know, other than himself. Isn't, in a, ...isn't Jewish. We got your number, Yakov. So that's it. Uh, out of all four of them, I still say I got to go with, uh, with the crybaby number one as the biggest douche here for me. Just that's setting fire. Choice. Yeah, that's my douche choice of like, uh, I didn't want to see those guys with their shirts off. I couldn't handle it. So <laughs> I light fire to someone's business. I mean, that's just... He had just stopped eating soy, Yikes. too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, now I have this. Why can't you let me be? They keep pulling me back in. Yeah. Everywhere I go is a rainbow. I'm going with Yakov. 
Really? Just because I think that that guy is a is a is more of a dick than that story lets out, and that's a pretty fucked up thing. I mean, what? How old is he? Does it say how it old he is? It doesn't say. He's an old. He though, looks right? old though. Here's a picture of him. Oh yeah, he was. Yeah, he was probably. Uh, he probably actually saw Jesus on the cross. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely old. He's all gray, and you yeah, know, wise, guy. very wise. <laughs> so wise. What are your other theories? All right, so that's that. You're, we don't have any more. Nope, that's it. The just the just the four, just the four winners. Just- the four winners. All right. Well, we are coming to the end of another Hideous Creature Show. If you'd like to contact us, just Google Hideous Creature Show and we'll pop up all over the place. It'll give you our website. It'll give you our Facebook information. And uh, if you go to our website, of course, all that stuff's there. If you'd like to call us on our hotline, the Hideous Creature Show hotline, we're at 503-489-6378. That's 503-GUY-WENT, G-U-I-W-E-N-T. I'm so glad it ended up spelling something. I love when phone numbers spell stuff. I actually, well, when I when I was looking for the number, I went and tried to make it spell something, like hideous. Oh, but hideous wasn't right. there. And then I tried Jenny. Jenny wasn't taken. Patrick wasn't taken. June was, or they were all taken. And I couldn't find anything else. And then it started uh, suggesting things, numbers that were available. And I took those numbers and I put them on a website that would do the math Look on at it. You. And I spent like an hour doing this the best I could do. So sad. So sad. Give us a call, though. I, want, I would love to hear from people. And now it'll be working. So, you know. Special thanks this week goes out to one Michael Kelly. Thank you, Mike Kelly. We're going to get your stuff back to you soon, I think. We're doing pretty good on our, our own equipment now. Yeah. We just need to repair the stuff that we broke. Yeah. Slowly but surely, we gather little bits and pieces here and there to, mm-hmm. to <laughs> fucking tape our little operation together. Mm-hmm. And a special thanks also to Rob Sevchek. Yes, thank Chef you Rob. so much, use Rob. The, use the tablet all the time. It's really made uh, our lives so much easier. I love having it. and It's super duper. Yeah, if you're you, like so nice to us on this show. Yeah, he said he was going to send us something else and I went outside when we were on fake break to see if it was there and it would have been a great thing. That would have been excellent. A square pumpkin, hopefully. If you want to go check out Rob Sevchek's <laughs> website, it's Rob Sevchek, S-E-V-C-I-K dot com. He has some pretty cool food up there that he has and uh, he works up in Seattle. I don't know what his new place is called, but, you know, I can't wait to get whatever we're getting. I know, me too. It's gonna love gifts. All right, the intro this week was a clip from Airplane, the movie. The outro is for the late, great Lou Reed. Safe home, Lou Reed. We're going to do another show in about seven days. Until then, everyone, do yourself a favor and have a wonderful, wonderful week. We miss you, Patrick. Bye-bye. Standing on the corner Suitcase in my hand Jackson's course of Jane is in her vest me, I'm in a rock and roll band. Huh. Riding a studs back at Jim. You know, those were different times. Oh, all the poets, they studied rules of verse. And those ladies, they rolled their eyes. Sweet Jim. Yeah.